This is the place to play with the most powerful principles of manifestation in the quantum field on a daily basis. This is Sanctuary of She, Soul, Human, Energy, and I'm your host, Katie Blair. We're a podcast, an app, and a community where women meet the version of themselves they came here to be and build the lives they came here to live. Welcome to this moment. Welcome to your sanctuary. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. The first thing that I want to request or ask of you in this moment is if you listen to this podcast on a consistent basis, and there are a lot of you, could you do me a favor? If this podcast means something to you, could you share it in some way? Whether that be literally leaving a five-star review or a written review on Spotify or Apple Music, which is super easy and takes two seconds to do, if you just click the three dots next to the name of the podcast, or tag your favorite episode in an Instagram story and tag Katie Blair or Sanctuary of She, or even like send me a message and just say, hey girl, I'm listening, it would mean the world to me. Showing up for this podcast each week is literally, without a doubt, one of the best parts of my life. And it's so cool because this podcast has been around since 11-11-2020, which means we're at about the two and a half year mark right now. And it is so beautiful to just witness the refinement in how these episodes come out week after week after week and the evolution that we're on and the depth that we go to and just literally sitting down with my mic each week is the best and it just keeps getting better and so I want to know who is out there because all I can see you guys is numbers on a screen and it means the world to me when you share podcast episodes or you tag me in things or you message me or whatever it is, whatever you feel called to do, you leave a review, it means the world and it makes me know and feel you in these conversations as well. So if you could please take two moments to do that right now, it would mean so much. So what I want to bring you today is <laughs> I want to bring you another metaphor. I believe I need to like self-proclaim dub myself the metaphor queen or something because I feel like my life is a series of metaphors and we just love it. We love it. We love the metaphors. So the last, the newest one came in when I was trying to fall asleep the other night. Okay, so I want you to, most of you are probably listening to this as you are awake, obviously, but in kind of waking hours where there's sunlight and lots going on around you, things on your to-do list, maybe you're in the middle of doing something right now as you're listening to this, but I want you to energetically tune into right before you go to sleep. So you've gotten into bed, you've turned off the lights, you get into your cozy position. For me, that's on my back with my arms above my head, under arm, hands under the pillow. And you take that kind of final deep breath and sigh. And you're like, okay, body, it's time to go to sleep. So 
There's one of two things that happens in this moment right now every single night. The first one is that your mind starts going rampant with thoughts, feelings, emotions, regrets, intentions, desires, hopes, dreams, fears, doubts, anger, like whatever it is that you're going through, like things in your relationships that you're going through, like whatever it is, your mind starts running. And you're kind of trying to rebel against it by being like, ugh, okay, well, I'm just going to go to sleep. But your mind is continuing to spit out all of these things one by one by one by one by one. The monkey mind is going crazy. And so even though you're laying there trying to go to sleep, you can't fall asleep because you are not present with the moment that sleep occurs and is met and happens. The other way things go is that you tune in to presence in the moment, you let your mind rest, you start to allow the rise and fall of the breath to rise and fall your chest, really noticing the air going in and out of the lungs, you feel the coziness of the sheets, Maybe you hear crickets or frogs or the wind. You just take note of your dog curled up or your partner next to you or your babies in the other room. And maybe you see some moonlight out your window and you're just breathing and you're so present with the beingness of going into sleep mode that you drift off into sleep. So... I would say I am lucky enough to have the latter be the way my mind goes to sleep for the last about year, year and a half. Before that, (laughs) it was the other (laughs) for a very, very, very long time. And it's never really something that I've paid much attention to it. I'm just really grateful for the fact that I don't have trouble falling asleep anymore. However, the other evening... I found myself a little bit upset over something and I got into bed that evening I was like you know what I'm just gonna go to bed early tonight and just wake up tomorrow and I'm just gonna sleep on all this I'm gonna wake up tomorrow so I get into bed and I'm like all right let's just go to sleep I'm laying there (laughs) do you think I can fall asleep absolutely not so I'm laying there and I'm like thinking about all these things that are making me upset or that are, you know, whatever, all the things. And I'm trying to tell my body, I'm like, body, it's time, let's go to sleep. (laughs) But (laughs) all I'm doing is laying there awake and in my feelings. (laughs) And so I had this moment of realization. I was like, oh yes, 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 yes. This is the perfect metaphor for life and manifestation. Because when we desire something, if we feed all of our energy into that thing, into the needing of it, the wanting of it, the shoulding of it, too much energy in the future version of us that has it 
then the present moment is left unfulfilled. And this is where we have those feelings of, of being in the lack of, in the absence of, feeling so far away from. And if we know it to be true that the very key to open up the gates to receiving the thing is to be in the energy of already having it in the now, and finding the ways in the now that we can access those energies, then that would go to mean that we're not going to be able to fall asleep in this metaphor if we're laying there with a racing mind. Now this is the hardest freaking part because it takes such deep presence and such deep surrender in such deep focus on what is beautiful in the now to reach that goal, aka sleep. So the way in this metaphor that we're gonna fine tune and enhance our manifestation practice 10,000 fold is by in that moment when you feel your mind going off into every, every direction, maybe your heart's triggered, your mind's triggered, your body's triggered, maybe you're feeling different emotions in different parts of your body, whatever it is, the only way you're gonna fall asleep is if you put your focus off of that and into the small things that do bring you peace in the present moment so that you can become a match for letting the mind go and falling into your sleep. Again, this is tuning into the rise and fall of your body as it breathes, tuning into the feeling of your sheets, tuning into the sounds, of the moon shining through the window, of your dog snoring. Maybe there's a clock in your room that has a little tick. Maybe there's something dripping in, maybe of a shower that drips. Whatever it is, you've got to shift your awareness off of the things that are keeping you in such that tight, contracted spot so that you can focus on what relaxes you and you can receive the sleep. Yes? So, what does this mean? What does this mean for your life? If we are becoming a conscious creator in our lives, this means that we have to build the ability to be present enough each day with what already is so that we can fully, fully, fully tap in and open up what we seek in the right now. So if you ask yourself, these future versions of yourself further down your timeline that has X, Y, and Z, what is it about those things that makes you, that makes you want them so much? It's not necessarily the things, but what are the things that it makes you feel? Is it love, joy, abundance, success, spontaneity, adventure, passion? What is it? And then you need to ask yourself, okay, so how can I notice the presence of these already in my world so that I can access them in the now so that I can become a match for them? We're never going to get there and figure it out with our minds. It is in the being that we manifest. In the being. 
So how do we access it in the now? Well, there's something that's been such a huge part of my world in this last week in particular, this huge, huge message that's been coming through. Because when we ask ourselves questions like these, it can almost feel like we're needing the world to show us or bring us things that help us tap into these energies in the now. In other words, without realizing it, though it's in good intention, we may be being codependent upon things outside of us to bring us these emotions to activate and open the floodgates to receiving that which we seek. Now, here's the problem with this. Here's the layer of this that is not talked about, that is equally as important, if not more, and that is freaking key if you are ready to experience yourself at the next level. You have to realize that the things that you seek, you must notice where you're being codependent on things outside of you to bring you those emotions. Because we can only give and receive that which we seek out in the world to the level at which we give and receive it to ourselves. Ooh, like feel that. We can only give and receive out in the world to the level at which we give and receive it to ourselves. How do you give and receive to yourself commitment, trust, support, unshakable love, awe and admiration, beauty and magic, passion and bliss. When you become the woman who is self-sourced in everything that she wants, where anything outside of her is just an overflow because she knows how to fill up her own cup in all of these ways, when you become her, your world will change drastically like we are talking humongous shifts because if you can do this for yourself what it's going to mean is that you're going to stop putting focus on the things outside of you that cause for the comparison that cause for the sabotage that cause for the looking outside of yourself for the answers that cause for the insecurities that cause for the fears and the doubts see each of those things that I just said are not truth that is why you find them outside of yourself but what we do is we look at these things outside of ourselves we develop these narratives and then unconsciously agree to identify with them as our identity and there's just no reason for this and when you are someone who is always looking outside of yourself 
at things to use as evidence and proof or to fill up your cup in external ways, then people cannot see you. And it's this really frustrating cycle because you feel like you're doing everything in your freaking power to become this version of yourself that can hold it all, do it all, be it all, have it all without noticing that people cannot see you until you see yourself. People are trying to look at you, see you, hold you, support you, love you, trust you, but you're not doing it for yourself because you're too busy looking outside of yourself or you're too busy leaking your power or your energy trying to fill up all these different cups inside of you from outside sources, never being self-sourced enough to generate it from within so you're always running on empty. And you're, you're thinking, how do I access more of these things to fill up these cups? And so your mind is always running rampant in future things and you can never fall asleep. AKA you can never feel the manifestations actually arriving in real time because you're not here to notice them. You're not here to welcome them. You're not here to see them. You're not here to notice them crumb by crumb, brick by brick, all the ways that it's being delivered to you. And so you're slowing yourself down. When, when we come into presence and we hold intentionality in a new way, that allows us to be aware enough to notice the things landing and present enough to self-source the feelings that we seek in the now, this is when we become a match to all we wish. This is when we can lay down at night and fall asleep instantly. This is when your world starts to be starts to become like the things that you see other people do when they begin to quantum leap into a whole new reality this is how we do it we have to self-source as a conscious creator that which we desire to give and receive out in the world first with us every day in the right now. That is how we become the match. So the beautiful thing about this is that this means being a conscious creator of your life and your reality is actually so much freaking fun because it's giving you literally the permission to set down all the ways that actually under the surface don't really make you feel that good or make you feel dependent on other things. And this can be literally as, as huge as codependency on a trigger from a family member that dates decades back that you hate, but it's, it's what you know, so you're still linked to it. Like we're talking as deep as that. And also as small and seemingly innocent as the dopamine hit that your dog gives you when you go to give him a kiss. Like, all these ways. But if you really look at it like this, like if you really, really look at it like this, 
think about how amplified what you give and receive out in the world with every single thing you encounter will skyrocket when you realize it all starts with you. When you realize the way that you show up for yourself, hold yourself, build for yourself, build like throw all of this energy into the love and the admiration that you have for yourself, then the world can start to see you. Then you change the flow of energy from a giving to a receiving. And you start to pull in, you start to magnetize, you start to welcome because yourself sourcing if this piece is resonating with you but you're also like okay katie i love this and this feels like a huge shift for me i really recommend listening to the podcast episode called the third party the third party because that's going to really break down and show you how to separate the identities that you see in the mirror from the ones that have been keeping you small and the ones that we're talking about here that are going to allow you to expand. But see, the thing is, is that when we are ready for more, when we really claim we're ready for more, that's going to come with more of everything because the higher we receive, the more risk there is of losing. The higher we receive, the more risk there is of hardships, struggles that come with it. And so as we come into this person who's developing this energetic backbone, who's able to receive at greater and greater levels, like literally imagine the feelings of welcoming in your biggest dreams. If you're so far removed from that energetically and you just think about it like your mind running rampant before you go to sleep and that's kind of your normal way of being with it, keeping the door closed then it's also literally a form of resisting it because you're not actually being real with what it would feel like to receive it. Like, let's say, for example, you got asked to go on, like, Good Morning America tomorrow. Do you know how much freaking anxiety you would have? Like, how much stress that would be? Like, it's like, yay, but then it's also, like, think logistics. Like, literally put yourself into the position of somebody or whatever it is that you're like a huge thing for you would be like there's a lot that comes into that and so keeping it at arm's length while we're kind of resisting that is honestly a way of self-sabotage our codependency on needing other things to fill up our cup so it limits what we can receive and the levels at which we can is a form of unconscious self-sabotage because when you begin self-sourcing everything you need then you are literally declaring and putting out the energy of you can give me more and more and more as much as you want because I can hold it because I don't need the things I desire them but I can fill that cup up on my own And when it's coming from pure desire, as you're tuned into the presence and all the ways that you have it, that is when the floodgates open and it starts pouring in. 
But then when that day comes where that big thing is received, yeah, it's going to have all the emotions around it, but you're going to be able to hold it. Because you don't fear, if I lose this, I'll have nothing. Because you are codependent on nothing. And so the world can see you for you. And so you trust what's coming, no matter what. Because you trust yourself on your timeline, no matter what. So, all in all, being a conscious creator means self-sourcing. And you guys, this is really freaking fun. Like we were saying, I was driving in my car the other day and I had this conscious thought where I was like, ooh, what if I got into the energy of X, Y, and Z already being here? And I started thinking about it and I started getting excited about it and I was picturing as if it was already here and it was already done, it was already happening and all the things that were opening because of it and the opportunities coming in and just all of the decisions that I had the freedom to make and expand into and the level of quality of of, of myself that I was feeling because of those things and I was having so much fun with it and I realized how much time we don't spend there because it, it intentionality takes refined conscious energy and I realized how much time instead we're most of all in our minds in the how's it gonna happen it's not here yet it's far away I don't know if I'm like we're, we're, we're in the app we're in the opposite end of it the opposite end of it so no matter where you're at on the scale, self-sourcing looks like finding beauty in the small, in what is. Self-sourcing looks like being able to be in the excitement and the desire by consciously getting yourself into that state. I heard recently that 68 seconds puts a manifestation in action. If you can hold focus for 68 seconds on something, it starts to move the energy of that manifestation. How often do you actually do this? How often do you actually take intentional time to do this? Intentional time to self-source so that when you're in the waking day-to-day, -day, you're, you, you're conscious of this idea of self-sourcing in every moment. And when you, like, bottom line, biggest reason for this episode, like, if we really go back to the first metaphor of being able to fall asleep or laying there with insomnia into our manifestation process, this is the equivalent of being a woman who is living her dream life in the now, so excited for the unknown of what's coming because she knows it's going to be freaking amazing and someone who's swirling in circles of self-sabotage trying to figure it all out because they don't see how it's ever going to come. I want us to all be the person who falls asleep easy. I want us to all be living your life today as if you knew it was coming because it is. And when you can reach a state where you are able to do all the things you desire for yourself first, like, you guys, oh my God, what a gift that is. A friend once told me a long time ago, she's like, the only thing you're guaranteed in this life is you. The only thing you're guaranteed for your entire life is you. So why not? Why not 
pour into yourself and like this isn't like we hear self-love and all this stuff so much it's cliche and honestly like my ears don't perk up to listen to it most of the time because it's kind of like we hear it so much it's like an eat your vegetables thing it's like okay yeah great self-love woohoo all right I'll take a bubble bath like it's not that that's not what we're talking about it's literally like being able to hold yourself in every moment presently and say, what do I need? What feels good? Not doing things or taking actions really quickly because you're codependent on things around you that makes you feel like you have to speed up your decisions or do something without really thinking it through or, or building or what, like it's, no. It's cutting all of that off and tuning in. What am I craving right now? What am I desiring? Love? Okay, how, do, how, how am I desiring love? Okay, how can I give that to myself today? I'm desiring to be able to trust more. Okay, so how can I do something today that makes me expand my trust in myself? I'm desiring more support. Okay, so what's a way that I could show up and make sure that I know that I'm supported by myself? I'm desiring abundance. Okay, so what's a way that I could look around at my life right now and fill up my energetic cup with all the ways that I'm so abundant right now? When you start doing this on a consistent basis, you are going to become so magnetic, not just to the people around you and who can finally see you, but also to everything you desire. This is the key, the level under the basic conversations that are had around manifestation stay present self-source call your energy back dare to dream and dare to show up for yourself because it's gonna bring so much beauty and if you want to do this in community with us come in sanctuary of she community we just had our 57th member join this week it was just so much fun watching this community grow is the funnest thing every week that intentional time we start every single sunday of every single week within one hour of intentionality to set yourself up for shifts like this identity is repeated beingness who are you over and over and over again if you want a house that holds this and a a structure that feeds this, that's simple but doable and exciting, and amazing women to do it with, click the link in the bio, or in the show notes, (laughs) we're on podcast right now, and come join us. Use the code SANCTUARY for a free month. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day, and I'll see you next week.